guys, this episode is jam-packed. A-Rod and J-Lo got engaged. Lee and Michelle's married. Chance the Rapper also got married. We're talking Gail King's sit-down interview with R. Kelly and the Neverland documentary. Plus, Cardi B went on vacation with Offset, and you know we have an opinion about that. And we break it down and discuss which one is better, The Voice or American Idol. Listen up. everyone doing grace i'm doing doing? i'm doing so well how are you yeah um everyone we were just talking more of this grace is doing much better than i am because she's on spring break and i'm not yeah he's like enjoy it while you can honey i'm like i certainly am yeah so all you spring breakers out there congratulations (laughs) listen you don't know what you got till it's gone avoid adulthood as long as possible Yes, that is today's lesson. Um, yes. Okay, guys, so we have got, like, topics, but all, like, like we don't have a ton of heavy conversation to follow them. So yeah, we don't have, like, a lot of explaining lot. or anything like that. So. Right. Very straightforward episode we got here. Yes, but lots of news, um, nonetheless. Lots of news. That's what I was going to say. So we should dive into the entertainment news. Let's do it. Guys, I'm starting to think about this the other day. Um, I'm trying to do a better job of explaining the sections for any of you new time listeners. So this entertainment news section is where Grace and I break down all the big happenings that are going on right now, news related to entertainment. Um, And so the first thing that we definitely want to mention, and this was so sad because Last week when we recorded, this broke like while we were while we were recording, mm-hmm. and so we we talked about it, but we didn't know um, the verdict. But um, we just wanted to quickly acknowledge that Luke Perry passed away at the age of fifty two after suffering a major stroke. He played uh, kind of got a start on Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero the original, um, and then he's also currently or was currently um, starring in Riverdale as Fred Andrews. So the cool thing about him, and we talked about this last week um, because he had had the stroke and he when we recorded, um, but his career spanned so many decades and like so many generations. Um, The other couple nights ago, I was just flipping through channels and Saturday Night Live was showing like a rerun Mm -hmm. of an episode that he like, co-hosted like, oh, back in 93 yeah. and it was really sad oh. and I think too I Grace and I we were texting about this a little bit but it's so weird because like he started on that show in the 90s and he's on such a popular show today so like there's so many generations affected yeah by that felt his death like I know my mom was like a huge fan of 90210 and so she um was sad but then I had watched Riverdale and so I was sad and so it was just like he had a really good career and I think one cool thing that people have kind of been saying about him and in some press things that I've seen is you don't hear anything bad about him right um which is very rare in entertainment so um he's definitely gonna be missed definitely prayers out to all his friends family cast members etc um but a little bit of I guess good news is that he had um uh, played a role in a movie that's coming out July 26th. So we will get to see him again. It's with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. 
So really cool cast. So it's not the end of him on the big screen. Yes. So. Um, moving on to a little more kind of upbeat, happier news. Um, I have been waiting for this for so long. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are engaged. J-Lo and A-Rod. Hello. Yeah, and her ring is not tiny. No. <laughs> not at all. It's a big you know what I, diamond. Yeah, it's like a 15-carat emerald cut. I read that somewhere. I don't know. It's rings, breathtaking. Yeah. Did you see that it cost around like 1.4 million was what people were estimating? Yeah, I did see that. And I'm not surprised after seeing it. Like I had to do a double take at the image. Yeah, it's a rock. It is like they were on, I guess they were like on vacation in the Bahamas because they posted some things and then they both posted kind of the picture for anyone that didn't see of her hand. He had put the ring on and it was just their faces weren't in it, just kind of their hands. And he, she got, he captioned it like she said, yes. And I don't remember what she said, but. I think um, she said literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know like some emojis. Um, literally, I've been laughing because she has that very popular song, Love Don't Cost a Thing. <laughs> yeah. That's ironic. <laughs> she got this $1.4 million engagement ring one. So um, uh, it seems like love does cost a thing. Yeah. More um, than a thing. I've been like, ever since this engagement, I've been following their relationship like more than I ever have before. Oh really? Yeah, and I like think they're so cute. Like they just truly they are perfect for one another. Mm-hmm. She's been getting a lot of hate because this is her fifth engagement. I know. I did so, hear that. But like, I mean, she does. She doesn't seem too phased. No, also, she did doesn't. you notice? I, I thought this was really weird. She tagged the Ellen Show in the picture, and I was like, "That's so weird." So I don't know if maybe there's going to be something on the show. I don't know. But Ellen commented on it and was like, yes, I would love to be your maid of honor. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I think last time she was on, Ellen had been like pestering her about what their relationship status was and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. She's good at that. And I think it's cool, too. They both have like a family. They both have kids, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I know she does. And so it's like this blended family. And um, I saw a picture of them together in 2005 at like one of his baseball games with her husband at the time, Mark Anthony. Um, So it's so funny how life works out. Totally. Yeah, yeah. He Also, for all you um, Chip and Joanna games lovers, um, he just bought her a home and uh, convinced uh, Joanna to come from Waco to like wherever in in Miami or California, I don't remember the location, um, and redo the home for them. So she got that ring and she got Joanna games. I know. I'm like, where's my (laughs) A-Rod? Right? Just just waiting patiently over here. (laughs) Just waiting over here. Uh. (laughs) So, yeah, I, th- I mean, that's all that I had to say about that. Um, yeah, happy you have anything for them. Yeah, no, We've exactly. Don't lots be. Lots of wedding bells yep. ringing this episode. Yeah, and don't be fooled by the rocks that JLo's got, because let me just tell you, she got some rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you were saying that marriage. Yes, wedding bells are ringing this week. It always seems to happen that way. I know. Like, I feel like we had another episode that was like really. Yeah. With Maddie, yes. yeah. Like, everyone was getting engaged and married in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Leah Michelle is... What, yeah, so several people got married this weekend, it, it looks like. Leah Michelle, the Glee star, um, got married in Napa Valley, California. 
um, to the president of a clothing company called AYR. I don't know. Grace might know that. I don't, I don't know, that brand. know it. I knew that her, um, I, I'd like, I didn't tried finding her um, now husband before because when they got engaged, I was like, who is she engaged uh-huh. to? And I couldn't hardly find anything. I think he's much more private, not yeah. so. His name's like Zandy, Zandy Reach, R-E-I-C-H. I don't know. Honestly, he has red I'm, hair. I'm That's happy all I really for her, but I'm so sad because I'm still mourning the loss of Finn from Glee. Yeah, Corey, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just Very still sad. not but over also, no, and I, which again, I didn't watch Glee, but I think a lot of people were so rocked for that. But at least she found happiness. Her pictures were so, she looked so pretty. She's such a pretty There were a lot of, yeah, uh, Glee co-stars were there. Becca Tobin and Darren Chris. Love that. Glee for life. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Emma Roberts, who she did Screen Queens with, was there. So, seemed like a good day of celebration. Yeah. Congratulations to those two. Uh, Also, speaking of marriage and weddings, Chance the Rapper is now Chance the Husband. Yes, honey. He got married. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was following this this morning. Yeah. He did, like, a Twitter thread where he um, explained how he met his now wife. And it Mm -hmm. was the cutest thing ever. Like, Well, I saw... I saw that, like, the first time that he laid eyes on her, that she, they, he, she, I don't know, they were nine years old. Yes. So, he, um, his mom worked for, like, Remax, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And okay. she had taken their family to some, like, holiday company party. And mm-hmm. he was, like, the memory of the party is, like, kind of blurry, but I just remember them saying, make room for Destiny's Child. And so, like, people all start gathering around thinking Destiny's Child is going to come out. And he's like, it wasn't Destiny's Child, but it was (laughs) my now wife. And I think, like, either her two friends or her two sisters. And they performed Mm -hmm. this whole lip sync routine to a Destiny's Child song. And he's like, this is where the night becomes so clear to me. Like, I remember just being, like, so fixated Uh -uh. on her. Yes. I'll send it to you. It is so cute. What a story. Young love. And also, like, we, I, I failed to say this a minute ago, but her name is Kirsten Corley. Uh, and they date. I saw that they, like, I saw that they met at a young age. So thank you, Grace, for that mm-hmm. lovely story. And then I guess they waited a while and started dating in 2013. Mm-hmm. And they had a daughter in 2015. I don't even know how to say her name, so I'm sorry. It's such a... Kinsley. Yeah, Kinsley. It's so cute because his daughter is literally a spitting image of him. Like, it's You know, I have seen pictures. How much do you like him? I feel like I've noticed that, too. They got married in Newport Beach, California, and I thought that they looked great. The pictures were beautiful. Stunning. Um, So breathtaking. There were several A-lister celebs there. Kim and Kanye were there. Dave Chappelle was there and several others. Um, so I'm sure it was a great extravaganza. Our invitation must have gotten lost them. in the mail. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened to that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if he wants to invite us to the honeymoon, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, Chance the Rapper is now Chance the Husband. Yes, honey. 
Okay, so this next thing that I have on here has been talked about a lot in the media and a lot kind of in the news. Um, and I had heard about it because this film, uh, I guess film documentary, per film, per filmed, per premiered at Sundance um, back in like January. Um, I briefly want us to touch on the Leaving Neverland documentary. Grace, have you seen it? Okay, so I've pretty much only read, I've not seen the movie um, at all. Have you? Mm -hmm. Yes, I have. Okay, I I want to hear your thoughts. I've only read like a couple articles and seen like some comments from his family and stuff. So I want to know your take. Yeah, so basically, guys, and the funny thing is, it's like, I don't remember a lot of Michael Jackson growing up. Like, I remember when he passed away, but, I mean, obviously, the height of his career was probably before both of us were right. born. Um, so, I don't, you know, it was very interesting for me as a, like, quote, millennial to watch it. Because it was, I mean, it's a four-hour-long documentary. And then oh, they my did gosh. A, yeah, and then they did an hour-long taping afterwards with Oprah. Uh, the two guys and um, the director. But that's beside the point. Um, To kind of give a little brief synopsis of what it is. is So uh, Michael Jackson was, uh, you know, obviously a very talented performer. Um, Some would argue like the king of pop, et cetera. Um, And throughout his life, he had, you know, several different, I guess, quote, scandals. Um, But a couple of them were involving like, child sexual abuse Mm -hmm. um the first case was in the 1990s and it was settled out of court so nobody really knows the exact details on that and then in 2003 i want to say um he was taken to court again by another young boy um and uh you know other children testified for him and he was acquitted um so he was you know i guess found not guilty of those crimes then but now all these years later two boys um Wade Robeson and James Safechuck um, have partnered with um, this director and made this documentary basically about how um, when they were seven and ten, um, I don't remember which one was which age, but that's when the abuse started. Michael, they uh, kind of, this documentary is very graphic and they go through kind of all the details. So again, I mean, a little forewarning, it is um, very graphic as far as the abuse that took place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're kind of, it's, it's really about them telling their story. Um, and there's been a lot of just controversy in several different points. Um, you know, cause a lot of people say like, well, Michael's not here to defend himself anymore. And the crazy thing is Wade Robeson testified on Michael's behalf in 2003 saying that he had never been sexually abused by Michael oh, before. Really? Um, yeah. So that's kind of a big drama and basically the family and a lot of fans are saying that they're only, um, and since he's, you know, he's not here to defend himself. So it is really interesting. And they talk about, like, they kind of, I will say it, the film does a good job about kind of just explaining sexual abuse and, like, how that works. And, you know, a lot of people say that it makes sense why all these years later they're just not able to come to terms with it. There's some crazy, crazy details. One of them, James Safechuck, like, has jewelry that Michael gave him every time he would perform uh, every time he would allegedly perform some type of act really? uh, on him. And, like, they were said that they had, like, this little secret, like, marriage type thing. I don't know. Really, really weird. A lot of the abuse took place at Neverland, that his famous ranch yes. in California. So that's why it's called Leaving Neverland. Michael had a lot of, uh, you know, he loved children. Uh, he had a lot of relationships with children. 
um, that were very young. Everyone kind of said he was a child at heart. He didn't have a childhood. You know, he was in the Jackson 5, so he, you know, he never matured in certain ways. And so that's why he was so close with children. Um, the family did, is suing HBO for $100 million. Um, Damn. After putting out, yeah. And kind of, in, they, they, one of their, like, comments on the film, um, they said that, uh, wait, I want to find this because it's important. Oh, um, they called the film unvetted propaganda to shamelessly exploit an innocent man no longer here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it is, I mean, and that I only wanted to talk about it because I think that everyone should watch it. I know that's really hard because if you don't have HBO, where are you going to watch it? Hopefully it will come out somewhere else. Um, eventually yeah. I literally recorded it on my aunt and uncle's TV. That's how I was able to watch it. But um, it is like sit down, kind like, of be ready. Oh, how did it like make you feel? I'm so curious. Like, were you? Honestly, I had a lot of different feelings on the thing. I like, I love a fun fact about me is I love to read like books about pop culture or about, you know, a certain celebrity or whatever. And so I had read Last year, in 2019, I read this book um, that was written by Michael Jackson's bodyguards, like, the last five, ten years of his life. And so I, like, really, like, admired him. And, I, you know, it talks a lot about – the book talks a lot about um, how, how he was as a father. I mean, you know, he has three kids. And so um, I, after reading that, I was like, oh, such a great guy, you know, whatever. Um, so sad the way that his life ended. And now I'm like, I, it's just a lot. I mean, that's why I think people need to watch it before like putting out their own opinion on it. Without, it's also, you know, it's so hard knowledge. to form an opinion on something where both sides yeah. have incentives to lie. And it's right. like, I don't know who to believe. Like, yeah, no, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, and I, I think that like just my like, personal opinion without getting too much into it, I just felt like there's, there was something weird going on and I don't know like if I believe like the the in-depth details that they necessarily gave but they seem so just like wrecked by this and uh-huh. again it's hard because he's not here to defend himself so right. um I will say that several uh radio stations in Canada the UK New Zealand Australia have taken this music off and um, also Drake is currently on tour and on Drake's most recent album, he, it was really cool. He had a song that featured Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. um, it was like, it was a uh, recorded uh, material that Jackson had recorded obviously before he passed away. Um, and Drake took that off his set list on tour. Wow. So it's all, like everyone's kind of forming their own opinion. And so um, I don't know if you get the chance, you should watch it. Definitely. And I think it's going to be continued to talk, be continued to talk about. So I just thought we should mention it since it's entertainment news, and that's what we're talking about. Exactly. And on the topic of sexual abuse, oh gosh, that's a perfect Cringing. segue Cringing. into the R. Kelly interview with Gail King. Uh, could believe that I could not. First of all, I couldn't believe that he did an interview from the PR standpoint. Oh, I was like, oh my God, Cade Sane. And he did not, guys. He did he not make it. himself look, look good, honey. No, look it up on YouTube. Literally, it was on the CBS This Morning show, Gail King. What a hero she is. I mean, literally, did you see that picture of her sitting there so composed? While and he's, him, like, like freaking the F out? Yes. He did not do anything to help his case, no, in my opinion. No, he only made himself look worse. He should not have yeah. done that. And I understand that, you know, he's probably upset. But, y'all, if you haven't seen it, he's, like, shouting, like, 
gets out of his chair. Like you need you need to watch. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me want to watch the R. Kelly tapes, which again, another documentary that came I out. I know. I, um, I've been recently. meaning to watch that too. Me too. Me too. Um, but I mean, I, you know, he's, uh, he, prosecutors have charged him with 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse. Um, three of the four victims were underage. He also was arrested on Wednesday for unpaid child support bills. So he's in a lot of just, he's a mess, a lot honey. of hot water. But I, I I thought that we needed to talk about it solely from the standpoint to applaud Gail King because um, she did a great job. And two, yeah, I would have been terrified. Really cool. Right, she held it together so well. She's uh, obviously such a phenomenal journalist. So shout out to her for bringing us that interview and story and giving us all a look into um, this tragedy that that is. Yes, on a lighter, on a more exciting note, yeah. Um, you, you read it off. Yeah. So Kylie Jenner was named the youngest self-made billionaire ever by Forbes at the age of 21. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Lots of controversy yes. over yes. the term self-made, but nonetheless, the girl is killing it right now. She is. And you're right. There was a lot. And the thing is, is guys, if, for those of you that don't keep up, like months ago, this came out that this was going to happen. Like Forbes can predict that just by her earnings. Mm-hmm. So months ago, it was like, oh, she's got none, and you know this massive number. She's going to reach a billion soon, and people freaked out over self-made. So it comes out last week, and people are still freaking out over self-made. I saw like the usage of the word self-made. I saw someone said, wait, didn't we already have this conversation? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I mean, say what you want. I wanted to read this tweet because I thought it was really summed it up. It was someone had like quoted um, the article that Forbes had posted saying that she's the youngest self-made billionaire. And uh, they said, most children that are born rich don't do shit with their lives and just enjoy their parents' wealth. She actually used her parents' wealth to create more wealth. And now she's richer than everyone in her family. Good for her. Yeah. So I thought that was a good point. Like she didn't go out and spend this money that she was given uh, or made at such a young age on drugs and alcohol that we know of. Um, and she is in, indeed a businesswoman. So congratulations. Right. And I think it's fair to acknowledge that she had an advantage, but she still could have just sat on that advantage and like chilled with the money that she could have made doing nothing, but right. instead she built an empire. So good for her. Yes. Congratulations to the youngest car, Jenner. I'm not salty or jealous at all, considering I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> same. same, same. <laughs> uh, okay, so our last bit of entertainment news for this entertainment news section. Um, and also, I just want to throw in here my phone. Now, so it's still recording, but if there's some issue, I'm so sorry. Um, last thing is, uh, Grace, you see, right there, and then you can put it in. Uh, instead of like them being able to twist her words or whatever. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So she basically wrote in um, 30 things. The title was 30 Things Taylor Swift Learned Before Turning 30. She's about to turn 30 this next December. Um, and it was so good. It was, I have to say. I don't like, even like that. I like tried to choose a few of my favorites, but there were just so many good ones. I know, same. And, like, everyone I know is talking about it. Like, I feel like everyone who read it was just like, that was really great. Yeah. And, I again, I thought such a great way to really there. 
I don't want to like even try to pick and read one to you guys, but they're so good and you should look it up. It's literally Elle magazine. But what I did want to say is that she wrote in here, um, and I don't know what number it was, but basically about like fear and things she's where, Oh, here it is. Number seven. I'll read it to you really quick. She said, my biggest fear after the Manchester arena bombing in the Vegas concert shooting, I was completely terrified to go on tour this time because I didn't know how, um, we were going to keep 3 million fans safe over seven months. There was a tremendous amount of planning, expense, and effort put into keeping my fans safe. My fear of violence has continued into my personal life. I carry quick clot army-grade bandage dressing, which is for gunshot or stab wounds. Websites and tabloids have taken it upon themselves to post every home address I've ever had online. You get enough stalkers trying to break into your house, and you kind of start prepping for bad things. Every day I try to remind myself of the good in the world, the love I've witnessed and the faith I have in humanity. We have to live bravely in order to truthfully feel alive. And that means not being ruled by our greatest fear. So that was great. Right. Also very sad. And then, um, I don't know if you saw this, but like that that article came out like at the beginning of last week. And then on Thursday, um, a stalker broke into her home for the second time. Oh my God. Um, Taylor, sorry. Uh, so it's kind of, the numbers are kind of confusing. She's had three stalkers um, that we know of or that have had some type of offense against them over the years. And one stalker in particular, the other night, this was his third offense against Swift. Um, he broke in a few years. Well, he attempted to break in a few years ago by going in the front door. And then in April of last year, he broke in, showered, and got in her bed. Ew! Um, uh-huh. And then this past Thursday, he broke in again um, and he climbed the ladder through a brick through the patio window and then was attempting to take things when police arrived. Um, he, he went to jail in, in April after he did this and he got out. He was there for like six months, I think. And, and then he, did, he went back and did it again. Yeah. This guy needs to go. Can you imagine? He's got to go. That's terrifying. And like the, and I don't want to like say this, I don't want this to sound bad, but the lucky thing for her. She shouldn't have to deal with this in the first place. But luckily for her, whenever these break-ins have happened, she hasn't been at that home. I mean, she's Taylor Swift. She has multiple homes. Um, But, like, one guy broke into her her mansion in L.A. And so really crazy to, like, think that, you know, the guy that broke into her house in L.A., he had rope, a knife, and, and, like, ammunition. So, like, it's crazy to think that somebody so talented and so – nice seeming has to worry about that constantly yeah being famous sounds great until you hear stuff like yeah that. yeah so i i really feel for taylor and just a friendly reminder out there if you're a fan of someone make it healthy yeah don't make it crazy keep i it mean cute. i love taylor swift more than the next person but <laughs> you don't see me breaking into her house do you exactly okay let's move on to song of the week Tell me yours. I would love to hear. Okay. I'm going to, I've got a couple, but I'm going to, I'm going to narrow it down to the Marin Morris album because I know you're super stoked about that too. uh uh Should we dedicate this to Marin? Um, wait, say that again. Should we dedicate song of the week this week to Marin and her new album? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do it. I know I used her last week, but hey, it's a good album. Yeah, it is. It's a really good album. My friends and I all agreed that like, there's no song that we dislike. Yeah. Uh, and my that. favorite two are Make Out With Me and To Helen Back. Oh. Uh, so I'm interested to hear yours. 
Okay, yeah, I'm so glad that we did this actually because last week I said The Bones, which, which is, is still my favorite. One. Yes, but now that the whole album's out. I really, um, I like, well, the one that I'm like, oh, like that I immediately go to is The Feels. Yeah, I cannot wait to play one. it. It seems like a good summer song. And then I also really like a song for everything. Have you have you listened to that one? I mean, obviously. Um, have, I listened to the whole album, but only once. So I'll have the, to go back. I was the exact same. So I'm going to have to go back and listen to the ones that you just said. Um, yeah. A song for everything. Basically, it's like talks about like she mentions Katy Perry and Coldplay and like at different time, times in her life. Like she literally names the songs that implant. It's, it's cool. It's oh, cool that's record. awesome. So, yeah. The album is called Girl. So you should get out there and listen to it. Marin is doing all sorts of press and she's going on this big tour. So congratulations to her and her yes. second album. Okay. Cardi B catch up this week, guys, this is where we, um, uh, tell you all about things going on with Cardi B, but sadly there's not much going on. Um, so the Cardi B catch up okay. is a little smaller this week. Yes. Much more concise. Um, so basically just the fact that she and Offset just went on a very lavish vacation yes. to Cabo San Lucas. Um, Beautiful. Posted lots of Instagrams and stories and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So I'm sticking to my conspiracy theory. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll keep that there. <laughs> I just think that, like, I've been thinking about it, and I listened to this one podcast called Comments by Celebs. They have a great account. Um, I've said them, I've said that before. But they have this theory, and I think that I'm here for it as well as your theory, Grace, that, like, mm-hmm. I think that Cardi and Offset are, in a way, soulmates because I cannot think of two crazier personalities and people. Um, yeah. That's and so, so true. Yeah, and so, like... I don't know what's going on there. It looks like they had a great time. Um, I know that she's always, like, working and never sleeps. Again, I act like I text with her on the reg. Um, but via her Instagram story, she never sleeps. So I'm glad she got to take a little vacation and enjoy yeah. all her success. And I will say they posted a video in a hot tub where they're lip syncing their song Clout. And it gets oh, yes, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. You're right. That 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 was a good one. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to our Instagram goals section. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Or do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. I kind of have a lot, so I'm just gonna run through them really quick. Yeah, go. For um, it. we were texting back and forth about this, and I think since you're more of a fan of this show, that you'll have a better take on it. But these pictures came out literally last week of. Pete Davidson and his rumored fleeing Kate Beckinsale um, making out like full force at a New York Rangers hockey game. Yeah. Um, and next to them, I guess that they're friends. So that's why he was there. It's, yeah. It's the same he Anthony. was friends with like the whole queer eye cast. I'm okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't like a random situation that he was there. No. Uh, is, it, is it Anthony? Yes. Anthony? So Anthony from Queer Eye was next to them. And there's been all these memes out there like, you know, just super funny. And one of the things, um, one of the memes Kate commented on and said, Anthony is gay, if that helps clarify at all. Hashtag Queer Eye. Because they were, I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. Um, their relationship seems really humorous and really funny. There's been a lot of flack because she's 45 and he's 25. So they're 20 years apart. 
Get it, um, he talked about yeah no he talked about it on SNL this week kind of making a joke of it um, and she's become a real clap back queen at all these like trolls um, <laughs> so if you follow her she has really good clap back um, my next thing was that Kourtney Kardashian uh, last week kind of launched slash teased a new lifestyle brand um, called Poosh, which is what um, her daughter Penelope's nickname is mm-hmm. so I'm really excited for that I also just keep when I first saw it saw this and as I go go back to it and keep thinking about it um I just think about that moment last year on uh keeping up whenever Kim's like you don't do anything you have nothing you're passionate about uh I guess Courtney's working on it so she's gonna she's gonna have something going so I'm excited for that also Grace have you been seeing Malia Cyrus's Instagram story yes she's killing me right now oh you guys you got it she I don't know people are like people thought she got hacked people thought she was like super high She's like, no, I'm not. But she's doing all these throwbacks of like Disney Day. It's just so good. I, I can't even get it's into it. It's iconic. But it's so good. Um, she's just like finding all these old, old pictures and like tagging people in them, which is even funnier. Like It really makes me miss the Disney days. Me too. And it's it's really on her story more so than her posting. But like she's just been like finding all these things and posting them and like Really, the premise of it started for International Women's Day last Friday, but then she's like, every day is International Women's Day. So she's like, I'm going to post every day. So she's They're pretty supporting. funny and great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention that I really liked is Justin Bieber posted on Saturday, um, and his caption really quick was, just wanted to keep you guys updated a little bit. Hopefully what I'm going through will resonate with you guys. I've been struggling a lot, just feeling super disconnected and weird. I always bounce back, so I'm not worried. Just wanted to reach out and ask if you guys ask for your guy ask for your guys to pray for me. God is faithful and that your prayers really work. Thanks. The most human reason I've ever human season I've ever been in facing my stuff head on. So I thought that, that was really cool, really relatable. Of course, all Fans, friends. Uh, I love this version of Justin. Yes, me too. And like we talked about it a few episodes back, but he and Haley were on the cover of Vogue this month. So in that, he kind of talked about his struggle with depression and just how the way that he grew up and, you know, in the spotlight was affecting him. And so I thought that is so human because people are, all, I mean, me, myself included, posting out there asking for prayers uh, and for Justin Bieber to do it, who has like a hundred and five million Instagram followers. Like I thought that was really cool and really open and honest of him. So Me too. Um, I'm here for that. And then the last thing we love her, um, Kelsey Ballerini was asked to become the next member of the Grand Ole Opry, which is a huge deal. They don't invite just anybody, but basically what that means is she'll be a member. So she'll get all these perks. She'll get to perform there regularly. Um, so congratulations to that queen. Yes, Kelsey. Okay. Sorry. That was a lot. Tell me, tell me some of yours. Okay, um, I've got Kim Kardashian in this, like, beret and leopard print cat suit. Uh-huh. A little photo shoot she did in Paris. Like, oh, she just looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks really freaking good. So I saved that, and then um, her caption What? Okay, no, her caption doesn't make sense to me, so I'm not going to read it. <laughs> um, of course, I saved J-Lo's ring pick. We already discussed that. I also saved, uh, again, from Kim. She posted, like, these black and white photo of Saint this ball pit. And she said, the oh, king of you sent this to me. Yeah. Wait, so, say that so again. Cute. Cause I think I interrupted you. Sorry. Oh, the, the caption was the king of hide and seek. Cause you can like totally see him. Um, it's just, 
everyone knows good. I love Saint. I think he's so cute. And it also made me think back to when we um when we were discussing what we think their next child's name is gonna be, and King oh. was one of the answers. Oh yeah. And I'm just like I lately I've been feeling like really intuitive on things and King <sighs> is like sticking in my brain. Are you calling it here now? I'm calling it here and now their next baby's name is gonna be King. Oh my gosh, I hope it is. That is gonna be so epic. That would be hilarious. Okay, um, a couple more things. So yes. I I mentioned that JLo and A-Rod, I've been like following their relationship mm-hmm. so much since mm-hmm. the ring. And I was looking at her Instagram and I saw that she did a 10-year challenge um back when that was like popular. Right. When that was trending. And in 2008, she's like in this super unflattering dress. She's pregnant in the photo. And then she does this like really sexy bikini pic in 2018. And she says, <laughs> hashtag 10 year challenge, hashtag challenge accepted. Oh, that's funny. And I was just like, yes. Okay. Um, two more. So the next one I actually posted on my story, but John Mayer last night on Current Mood. He uh-huh. has like this little live Instagram show that he does every Sunday night. And he had Dave Chappelle and Daniel Caesar on last night. And he posted a picture with them. Like, A, it's just like a really nice photo. Like, it's Uh very aesthetically pleasing. And I watched it. I love Daniel Caesar. I love Dave Chappelle. I love John Mayer. So I was so stoked to see that. And my last one, since we were just talking about Anthony, he posted a video this morning um, doing like kind of a funny announcement that he is dropping a cookbook. Which I really just want to buy because it's him. So, yeah. Oh. That's all I have. That's very exciting news. Uh, also, wow, I, I wow, I love a good cookbook. Um, I'm, I'm a little speechless over that. That's going to be that's I gonna know. Be great. I just like, ran through that all so fast. But he says, from Polish class- classics revisited, dishes I make for friends and loved ones, recipes that never made it to the final episodes of Queer Eye, weeknight healthy-ish options to desserts inside by wonderful people in my life, I am also very grateful to know and love. Link to pre-order in my bio. And, Kate, I know you... Wait, did you ever end up watching Queer Eye or not? No, I need to because the new season's coming, right? Yeah, the new season, I think, starts this weekend. Uh-huh. It's coming right up, and um, he's, like, the chef cooking guy, so. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. That is good. And, yeah, and then I guess. Wait, wait, I have a couple. We have a minute, right? Wait, I yeah, have, totally. I, I wanted to, I was looking through my Insta really quick and I, you know, I mentioned the, um, the Kate Beckinsale comment, Anthony is gay, if that helps clarify it all, hashtag queer eye. Um, it's the pic, the meme is the picture of Pete and her making out and then Anthony next to them. And <laughs> over Anthony, it says, wholesome guys with good paying jobs who text back and have no baggage. He's just like chilling there. <laughs> And then <laughs> the girl over K, it says me. And then over P, it says guys with problems from childhood who I can, quote, fix. <laughs> and then she commented <laughs> on that. So I thought that was really funny. Uh, also, I died over this, and I just wanted to bring it up. So a fan account of Haley Baldwin's posted a picture that just – he's also been more active on Instagram uh, that I, I know like, I of them too, which that. I really like. Um, and it, he posted a picture of Haley. And then apparently 
like the, the so this screen this account screenshotted the picture, but also the notification that says Sean Mendez like the photo of Justin Bieber again the pictures of Haley that Justin posted, and Justin on that fan account commented their friends relax because you know they went to the Met Gala last year and mm-hmm. that was a whole drama. Anyways, I saw that and I had to mention that. Thought that was really funny. Yes, um, and then I guess we'll skip on over to our question of the week. <laughs> So with this week, um, y'all all know that I watch both The Voice and American Idol. As do you, Kate, or are you just The Voice? So I watch just The Voice, but I wanted to ask this question basically selfishly because I wanted to know which one I should watch. Yes. So we asked our audience, which do you prefer, The Voice or American Idol? And The Voice won 85 to 15%. So 85% of y'all prefer the voice and I would like to give my feedback on the matter. So yes. And I want to hear it. Yeah. Cause my brothers were actually asking me this last night and it like took me a second to decide. And I was like, you know what? Here's what it is. I like the early rounds better of the voice, yes. but I like the later rounds better of American Idol. <sighs> I can totally see that. Yeah. And like, I think what it is, is that, I mean, we've discussed Katy Perry on here before. Like, I'm just not crazy for Katy Perry. And Uh she is so irritating in the audition rounds on American Idol because, like, I am so curious if anyone will respond to this and agree with me because I feel like I'm the only one that notices. But she makes everyone's audition about her. And it is (laughs) so infuriating. Like... Like, they'll say, oh, like, they'll tell their story, and then she'll somehow tie it into her story. Or, like, she'll say a lame joke and, like, keep it going way too long. Yesterday, I have noticed that. Yes. Yesterday, a guy was singing, and she starts doing the worm in the middle of his performance. Like, that would just be frustrating. That's not respectful. No, it's so rude. And I literally, like, it's so infuriating during the audition phases. And also, like... My parents were watching with me and they were like, don't you just think people on The Voice are way better? And I'm like, I could see where you would say that. But also during their auditions, they have a full band behind them. Whereas like on American Idol, they only have like one instrument max for their auditions. So like The Voice sounds way better in their auditions and I just like the whole, like, process of, like, chair turning and stuff. I feel like the early phases of The Voice are just so exciting. You know what I mean? You know, American Idol disco round, it just seemed different from, like, in the past. Mm-hmm. And apparently the talent has been really good, so I was like, I want to watch it, but I also, like... I, I don't have time right now to watch two singing competition shows, really. Like, maybe oh my here gosh, and there. I feel you, Cade, because I have so much TV going on right yes. now. Yes. Like it's like my number one priority in life is keeping up with all of it. It's stressful. I have to write it on my to-do list physically or else I won't do totally it. Totally first world problems, but, like, I'm so with you. Yeah. So, I guess I'm going to 
watch the boys. I watched American Idol last night and it was good, but I'm like you, the judges kind of annoy me. Like, I like how it's like, it's like, you know, they're all different genres, spans across generations of music, but I don't know. It just is not, but the talent is so good. Yeah. And I also think that the American Idol, when they came back, they noticed how like people love on the voice, the banter between coaches. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of tried to emulate that, but they do too much of it. That is a good point. I skipped through so much of like the chatting because I feel like they tried so much to do like that same coach band. And it's just like they overdid it. You are so right. I'm so glad that we asked this question because you just came through with the straight facts. And also now we know what the people like better. Yes, honey. I mean, so, okay, that, that's what I'm going to do. That's my decision. I'm going to just stick with the voice. I'm behind, of course. I'm behind, yeah, of course. if you have to pick one, stick with the voice. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Also, John Legend, I don't know if we've talked about it on here. We've texted about it. I think we did talk about it. But John Legend is so good on there, this go-round. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. I know. Thank is. you. Thank you all for being there for me during this difficult time. <laughs> during this difficult time of overwhelming TV. <laughs> of overwhelming television. Um, okay. So wait, you're headed to Miami. I am. I'm going to Miami tomorrow for a few days. All so the listeners. I'm excited. Don't we feel so bad for her? I know. <laughs> you guys should really you're gonna have so much me. fun. I'm already I'm already waiting on the Instagrams. Grace has flawless Instagrams, by the way. So oh, if you haven't seen you. them. <laughs> so I know she's follow. Yeah, so I know she's gonna be posting some good stuff while she's in Miami. Thank you, honey. Okay, well have so much fun. I'll be talking to you. Thank you all out there for listening to us. We love you so very much. This is episode 14. Yes, and we'll see you next week for 15. Yay! Same time, same place. See you then. Bye. Bye.